have been in high school oh shoot i don't know it randomly started laughing i think is what it did yes it did um there's a whole night yeah the 1996 elmo craze uh my dad are we recording yeah we've started (laughs) (laughs) okay so my dad um not my dad i think it was my brother bought it before everyone else oh that's smart like during the summer and waited until Christmas to send it to me. And I had it, but, the, but like on Black Friday, it like completely sold out. Yeah. And people were like beating each other up to find mm. Tickle Me Elmo's and I had one. So Aww. I was like, I still have it. It's in my closet. That's creepy. <laughs> I mean, it was the original one. It yeah. wasn't this one that y'all are apparently Plainly saying. Is Santanic. <laughs> Santanic? And you said it again. Um... I can't say, what's the phrase? Satanic. 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 <laughs> Whoop, she yeah. it's Santana. Santana! Santana! Like Santa, but like no. Satan? Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Sorry about our rambling. It's Welcome okay. Back. <laughs> Don't apologize. I apologize for everything. Um, you know this. Okay. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Isabel. I'm Monica. And we're two girls, one scaredy cat. Welcome back. I'm the scaredy cat. Yeah, she's... <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> I can prove it. I'm, a, I'm not a girl. <laughs> not yet a woman. <laughs> we were talking about Britney earlier. Oh, uh. wasn't that from that... What movie was that from? Crossroads? Crossroads! Crossroads. Oh, yes. God, that was a heavy movie. It, it was, was super heavy, heavy movie. and like as a seven-year-old watching it. Oh, yeah. Because I was obsessed with Britney. Britney. Yeah. So no was shit. I was so like, bad. let's rent this from Blockbuster. Had no idea what I was watching. Oh, it was incredibly heavy and I could not handle it as a seven I do not even remember nope. the... Mm-hmm. I don't remember the big part. That was scary. Okay. (laughs) Now that you can probably pinpoint how old we are, I mean, we'll tell you our age if you really want us to, but... Uh, Now you have to. Just kidding. I guess not. I'm 86 Um, years old. Yes, we are old women. So really, you're not a girl. Oh. I'll never be a woman. (laughs) So... Yeah, who wants to start? Rock, Paper, Scissors, Girls? Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like you should narrate what we're doing. Oh, okay. Like, because oh. they can't see us. Yeah, so <laughs> they thumb more this one? No. no. Why <laughs> do you always want to thumb more? I love thumb more. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced that it's a real thing. It is. Our thumb more is unreal. Yeah. Like, I, maybe I did them wrong when I was younger, but I feel like <laughs> it w- wasn't real. <laughs> like, that it just wasn't. You it, just are in a stalemate the whole time. You kind of are. You just have to be very manipulative. Okay. Which I think well, gotta be a tease. Oh. <laughs> Alright, ready, girl? Oh. Right. I ain't, I ain't and, doing and the... we're doing it on... Shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so they're gonna go. Alright. 
paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors, y'all, come on. <laughs> okay. Rock. <laughs> I winked. Oh my god. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I Monica uh, Monica won with scissors beating paper. Womp womp. Oh yeah. I, I have this bad habit of whenever I I'm a sore winner is what my boyfriend would like to say. Um and I ejaculate fake ejaculate into the face of the losers. Yeah, which and. just happened to me. So. But I'm used to it. I, like, don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I forget that we're so used to it that we're just like, oh, okay. And then Wolf's here who's kind of new to the, new to the gang, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. Um, and he's just kind of like, did you just ejaculate into <laughs> Um I want to clarify that they're used to me miming it and not the <laughs> act. Anyway, so... Monica gets to go first, basically. Oh I get to go first. Where do I want to start? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So today I'm going to do Amy Bradley. <gasps> wow, fuck. I really messed it up, didn't I? Amy Bradley and the disappearance of her. I need, I've been trying to find things that you don't know, and it's so hard. Emily's freaking out currently, so. Okay, okay so, wait, 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 wait. I have to say something. Uh. Amy Bradley freaks me the fuck out. This whole oh, story yeah. freaks no! me out. So but freaky. it's so addicting. I'll never I've read go on like a all the Reddit pages about mm-hmm. this. Okay. Are we going on, babe? Are we going on a cruise ship for your parents' twenty fifth anniversary? Do I want to hear this before I go? go? Oh, you one hundred percent need to. You need to. It's oh actually. God. It's actually helpful. <laughs> Do you know who Amy Bradley is, Wolf? Uh-huh. Okay. No. You'll both learn something today. I don't know if I want to learn something today. Um, Good luck. It's <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's interesting. Okay, Fuck so y'all. Amy Bradley. So, um, basically, her dad was working in insurance, and his company gave him and his family like a trip, a cruise trip in the Caribbean, like as a reward for good work. Yeah. Do you say? Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. I don't know why. Uh, let me think how it... I always say words closer to how I learned them in Spanish. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. El, but that one's El Caribe, so mm. it's not even close. So, El Caribbean. Yeah, it's kind of close to like Caribbean. Caribbean. Caribbean, Caribbean. Because in that situation, I would have said the opposite of what you said. Caribbean. Caribbean. Caribbean, Caribbean yeah. Caribbean. Caribbean cruise. What do you say? I guess I say Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean. But yeah, I, only, I say Caribbean. But that's the only time I say Caribbean. Yeah, I, I feel Pirates like it's of, not a word that yeah. I say very often. Okay, yes, so I Caribbean. random, that was just a side note because you said the opposite of what I was mm-hmm. expecting. It's okay. Well, I, I mean, both of y'all know this, but our listeners don't of how obsessed I am with different accents and how people say things differently. Um, so I just need to know. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Caramel. It's a regional thing, though. Yeah. yeah. Southern as hell. <laughs> yeah, but I but I know people who are from here that say caramel, and I freak out when they do, because I'm like, oh. Caramel apple. Yeah, it's caramel here, I feel like. So. You know, I think I go back and forth with that one. Well, you're in the Northeast a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't even think oh. it's that, like... 
yeah. fan pack, but I think I've just always gone because it in like Spanish is it, it's Spanish is it caramelo, so uh, it's two, but then oh, it's okay. like raised in the south caramel. So I say like caramel or caramel. Yeah. Either one works. There's this yeah. really cool quiz that the New York Times put together. Do you know what I I'm love, talking about? Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Are you kidding me? I'm freaking the fuck out. I was about to mention that. I love that. It, I, I, I just take it I, for fun and it's been like five years yes, since something has come out. Like, everyone I, should I take it, it and tell us what it says about you because it literally pinpointed like it literally pinpointed it, where I grew up. Like it's yeah. like Irving, mm-hmm. Texas. Yes. Can it's we creepy. can we like we'll post it that out? Our, <laughs> I will oh. find it. <laughs> <It's> oh. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like beep out where I'm from. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> they know you're from Dallas. Why are they? Irving, but that's a that's a very specific suburb. Like I don't. They're not gonna get information. From yes, the very teeny tiny from. part. Yeah, they're gonna be like the Dallas Cowboys. Track you from your oh my god! Origin. You should say that you live at the Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Cool. Um, okay. no, no, no. Uh, I have it saved on my favorites on my computer, and we can post it on our social media. Yes, that's it. Uh, I it is too real. It's so real. But and the cool thing about it is, after every answer, it it shows the areas and like what their answer is. Yeah. And sometimes, so like, I think there's one question where it it's like, what do you call a truck that has a certain oh, yeah, amount yeah. like eighteen wheeler? Yeah, or? I call it an eighteen wheeler. Oh, I just said eighteen wheeler. So yeah, you know what I call it. Um, <laughs> Some people, but but if you actually, I think for eighteen wheeler, it was like so Texas specific. It was, and I was like, that's so weird. Like, I never would have thought that that was like. What do people? I forget what other people call it. Oh, big rig, I guess, or like a big rig or semi Semi truck. uh, Uh, There's a there was there's like a million answers to not think of a truck when I hear semi. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Back. We can get back to the (laughs) back to the Amy Bradley. I was about to say murder. (laughs) Neither of mine today are dealing with murder. Okay, We're, we're recording two episodes today. So that's why. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to wait a week. Um, okay. So back to what I was saying about Amy Bradley is that her dad, not exactly one, but he got like a gifted a, I don't want to say it, a cruise on the Caribbean. It's and- okay. <laughs> say it however you want. <laughs> so they like took off from San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then they were going to go through, like, all the different islands down there, including Aruba and Curacao and St. Martin. Um, But background's over. On March 21st, 1998, Amy Lynn Bradley, her parents, Ron and Ava, and her brother Brad left for a week-long cruise on the ship that was called the Rhapsody of the Seas. Rhapsody. I know. I always... (laughs) I know. Galileo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Well, even, I mean, every ship has a name. Yeah. Like, even boats or whatever. It's just weird to think about. It's like naming your car. Which I do name my I car. I name my car has a name. My, my car, car has, a name. has a name. What yeah. are your car's names, ladies? Isabel. So, it's Beatrice Short Via. Oh, that's cute. It's blue. So. Why did I never know that? Yeah, I love Bia. Well, did you name that in high school? I did. Was I it never... after Beatrice from like Shakespeare? No. Oh, because I was going to say, you you're so cultured. That is so cool. <laughs> 
No, I'm over here, like, putting my hands up, like, I'm so comfortable. I'm not. I, just, <laughs> I really like the name to be a Tish, and it's my license plate used to start with a B um, when I first got her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she also is blue, so, you know, the B name stuck with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Well, my car, God bless my car, yes, I love your car. <laughs> my car, who got into a car accident this week. Shout out to my car. Poor baby. I am sore, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. My car wasn't really damaged. Like, no one has to worry. Like, I'm honestly fine. But I think the reason why I'm having... It's, like, upper back pain. It's not, like, neck pain. But I think the reason is because I was stopped. And then he hit me. Oh. Yeah. So, I've been hit from behind before. And it... But I was moving, and it, I impact, wasn't sore Yeah, I mean, we've all taken, I almost just said psychology, but we've all <laughs> taken physics. Yeah. And so we know a moving vehicle versus a motion, yeah, stop vehicle, you literally got the whole entire yes. impact mm-hmm. versus the moving one. If you're already moving, mm-hmm. it is a proportionally... Distribute. I think that's correct. If you, if not, you can send me. A, send me. <laughs> if not, then we're bad. At send me this. a DM. So, I'm no scientist. Oh my god! But anyway, my car, which has very little damage on it, I love that thing. Um, his name is Lucius, <laughs> which is not after the Harry Potter character. No, no. Um, which would have been cool if I would have been that creative, but it's after a different character in a different novel. Um, <laughs> that's called Jessica's Guide to Dating on the Dark Side. Now, before you're like, hmm, that's, uh, okay. <laughs> before you're like judging me for still reading teen books. I read that in high school. I told her to read it in mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> and I, well, we were freshmen. We, we were freshmen. Yeah. And anyway, I decided that was going to be the name of my car way back then so before harry potter went like no no harry potter was definitely no i guess yeah. but he's an evil character True. so like why no i mean people like some of the evil characters from harry potter but i think out of a lot of them lucius is pretty awful uh so i mean i'm a slytherin so like yes i like evil characters so just uh, okay. throw it out there. lucius is such a sick name though it, it is. is it's a sick name and now, uh, what did you name your Martha? car? So, my name, I guess we're kind of going with a literary theme for my car, is Lolita. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like I Lolita. romanticized that book when I was younger. <laughs> As <laughs> did a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people. So, we've all basically had our, we just want to point this out, we all have had our cars since like high school, basically. Yeah, no, so, so, I haven't. You've well, had a you've car. Had I had a car, car yeah. But My first car was named Meatloaf. Oh, I Rest in peace. <laughs> rest Meatloaf's in- alive. I saw it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's not your car anymore. It's not mine though. anymore. <laughs> rest in peace, Meatloaf. The adorable little Toyota Camry that it was. Every bang and scrape it had. But okay. we all obviously <laughs> like to read and have... Oh, Yeah. Some high school mems. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now so, back to back to the we were talking about. <laughs> so, um, on the morning of March twenty fourth, three days after they had already been on the cruise, Bradley had been drinking in a dance club with the ship's band named Blue Orchid. 
And um, she was, like, out dancing with her brother named Brad. And they're very, very close. His name is Brad Bradley. Oh, my God. I never <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That poor kid. <gasps> yeah. I know. We're not going to talk about people about high school, but remind me. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know. Later. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Um, so one of the band members named Alistair Douglas named Yellow, which I just find so funny. That was the, his nickname. Yeah. His okay. nickname is Yellow, but he worked for a band named Blue Orchid. Mm. Just, it wasn't on brand for him. And, uh, basically, so he, Yellow said that he parted ways with Bradley at 1am. This guy is just incredibly sketchy. Yes. And so, so sketchy. Bradley? And just no, no. Oh, yellow. A of things. Yellow. yellow. Um, the crew members had been like sketchy with Amy this whole time that she was there. I think the first night at dinner, like three different waiters like kept on coming up to her and like flirting with her at the table in front of her parents. Which like you're supposed uh-huh. to be friendly to the guests, but you're not supposed to be. Hitting on right. them. It's like yeah. any service position. Like, you wouldn't. I mean, because if you start hitting on people while you're at work, you could get in trouble. So I don't. Yeah. Also, in front of her parents, like, that's just. Awkward? Awkward. Yeah. Like, I just. I don't know. If I'm, like, out having dinner, I'll tell it's you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very this reminds me of a story of, like, what happened this weekend, but I'll tell you that later. <laughs> too, much, too many, like. So, um, oh, and this other thing that I wanted to add was that one of the waiters ended up coming up to her parents when I think Amy was in the restroom or just away from the table and said, like, hey, can you meet me? Um, ask your daughter if she'd like to go uh, once we dock in Aruba to Carlos and Charlie's, which um, was the same place that Natalie Holloway went missing from the last place she was seen oh cool okay so you don't know who natalie oh my god you don't know who natalie hallway is oh my god okay so she's this girl that went missing in aruba when we were like in sixth grade we were like no i remember it you guys can just tell it to me later in a different yeah we can we can so she said um that she would never want to go with them because that the guys that were hitting on her Gave her the creeps. Okay, so now back to Yellow. So sometime between 5.15 and 5.30 a.m., Bradley's father, Ron, saw her asleep on the balcony. And... um, Of their room. Of their room, yeah. So there's one thing to note about the key cards with the ship. Yeah. (laughs) Is that every single person has a key card and then the magnetic strip, like it's tagged to your name, person and name. So they know like who comes in and out. So they knew that she was in there. And, um, but so he saw his daughter at 530 at 6 a.m. When he gets up, she was no longer there. And, um, she had left her shoes there, but he thought maybe like, oh, we're getting close to docking. Maybe she just ran upstairs and, like, forgot about her shoes because she wanted to see us dock into Curacao. Wait. Yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? No. That floor is disgusting. Is it? Please wear shoes. Please. Okay? That's all I got to say. No, it's good to know. I mean, well, to be honest, in any kind of um, hotel or public 
space, I'm wearing my shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Please wear shoes anywhere in a public space. Like, you don't know what people track in. This is how disease gets spread. This is how you can get... This is how, like, shit happens. Also, don't spit out your gum in um, a different country, because that's also another way diseases spread. Why do I know random things about diseases? Don't explain that. The gum gum thing? thing? Yes. Like, someone's gonna track me? No. no. It's attract diseases. Got it. Yeah. That's why Singapore <laughs> made gum illegal. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Good for Singapore. I know. Wait, like, you just can't chew gum you at all? You can't chew gum no. at all. And you can't oh. buy it there either. And you can't bring it in. It's illegal. Good for Singapore. Yeah. My brother spit on the ground. I was convinced that someone was going to come up come and, and kill take you. Him. Yeah. Well, not take, like. Well, if are you Googling if you can spit in Singapore or not? Calling Wolf out. Well. The thing, I fucking hate it when I see people spit in real life. It is the grossest thing. Like, swallow. Everyone else is swallowing here. Why are we not? Why? Why? I, okay. Spitters are quitters. Not that kind of spitting. (laughs) Not that kind of spitting. I'm talking about when you're walking down the street and someone just like hawks a loogie right there and they're like. (laughs) Okay, but seriously, that is how diseases spread and that's how you can literally bring an illness to a country. So don't spit. Don't chew your gum out. It's what happened to the pilgrims. Yeah. (laughs) They brought gum to the... They brought other diseases, but, like, that's probably one way it was transferred by hawking a loogie and someone else stepping in it with no shoes on, so... (laughs) Ugh, gross. Okay. Okay, sorry. Before I dive deeper into this, I want to set up a couple of facts about Amy. She just graduated from college. She was 23 years old. I think she was studying, like... Physical therapy or, like, physical education. She was a trained lifeguard and swim coach, Will, which will play into things later on. And she had just special ordered a bulldog puppy that will be ready for her when she would have gotten back. Um, When he couldn't find her at 6 a.m., he thought that – and he saw that her shoes were left (laughs) in the room – um, he thought that she had gone up to watch them dock into Curacao. And um, after an hour when he couldn't find her, he tried contacting the captain. Um, and the captain was very adamant. So basically her dad was like, do not let anyone off this boat. Like, I don't want... Immediately after an hour of not being able to see his daughter, he was thinking like, Someone took her, mm-hmm. which was kind of creepy. But he tried to, he contacted the captain, tried to keep people from, de- de- <clears throat> I almost said deplaning, devoting, <laughs> devoting, <laughs> and um, would not th- let that happen. And then they eventually let people off on the island. And after two hours, he wanted an announcement to be made like, Amy Bradley, you're missing, etc. Like, please contact us. If anyone has seen Amy Bradley, X, Y, and Z, um, he wanted photos to be passed out. Again, the captain did not want that to happen because he didn't want to alarm the passengers. This is one of my most frustrating, like, one of the most frustrating parts of the story to me. Because, I mean, the thing, I don't, I haven't ever been on a cruise ship, so I don't really know, but based on just... What other people have said about cruises and 
this story in particular, it's like they <clears throat> don't typically like to be helpful in this sense because they don't want to be held responsible. Yeah. And then it looks bad. Yeah. Like people, if people find out that someone went missing on a cruise ship, they're less likely to take that cruise. cruise. Yeah. But I think that that's shitty. I think it would be better knowing, I would feel better knowing that the cruise I'm on is willing to help people in this situation rather than like not. And that ends up becoming an issue. Yeah. It, especially in this case. But they're in Curacao. They dock. And, well, okay. One thing you have to factor into that is that she had been missing for one hour. Yes. And then two hours. Yes. And if I don't talk to my parents for two hours, like, I mean, they might call the, like, police. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's just my parents. It's... She's a 23-year-old yeah. woman. She had just graduated college. She has a full-time job. Like, what if she was just working out? Sure. What if she just went on a walk? What if, I don't know, she, like, decided... Hook up with someone? Someone at, like, yeah. 6 in the morning. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. No, I totally... I understand the reluctance, like, for it only being an hour or so after. But I think a parent's instinct... Okay. Perhaps is something to be taken into okay. consideration. Wait, you have to also take into consideration she's on vacation with her family. Like, yeah. how many people actually go out of their way to go away from like, their away family? From their family? Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm with my family and when I'm on a vacation with my family, I tend to be like, uh, no, like, I'm with my family. Like, or let's do or this together later. Later. Or like, in Hawaii, I don't know if I've told you this, but like, this guy was like, oh, like, try to talk to me after like my surfing lessons. And I was like, oh, like, I'm with my, he was like, do you want to meet up later? I was like, I'm with my family. Like, I'm here on vacation with my family. So no, like, I kept saying, like, I'm with my family. I'm on a family vacation. Like, I, it's not, yeah, it's not a reasonable, I don't think that's a reasonable thought to have that. Oh, just because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's only, she's 23. 23. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. I think, again, it's a case by case basis too. I think that if her parents were freaked out enough about it at that moment, then maybe there was a reason. Yeah. And, I mean, it it eventually becomes a red flag just because of how weird yes. this whole, yes. like, Royal Caribbean and um, the captain and the crew members were. But, onward. So, extensive, eventually extensive searches were done on the ship and at sea, and they, or what they claimed to be extensive searches were uh, done and it produced no signs of her whereabouts. So the Netherlands Antilles, which is an island owned by the Netherlands, um, Coast Guard conducted a four-day search that ended March 27th and the Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines chartered a boat to continue looking for her, but they ended their search on March 29th. So when I said that an extensive search was claimed to have been done. Originally, they only looked in all public spaces, but they told the Bradleys that they looked in every single one of the crew members' rooms and the uh, people aboard's rooms in addition to the public spaces. And this is when they began starting to say that the 
it was a possibility that she maybe just fell overboard and drowned or maybe committed suicide, which one, um, the two things that I had, or the couple of things that I had mentioned earlier was that it's not very likely to fall overboard. No. Obviously, like, a cruise ship is going to take a lot of precautions to create really high mm-hmm. rails, and then they have a shelf um, on the other side of the rail, just in case you happen to fall over. Oh, my God. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my Siri. <laughs> it's okay. That was funny. My I like how she was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and... Uh, I think I might have mentioned this before, but have you ever seen the, I can't remember, I think it was like a politician and someone asked him like this incredibly complex and difficult question, like at a press conference and then his uh, Siri turns on and says, I'm sorry, I don't know how to answer that. Oh, that's so funny. Oh Maybe God. we'll link that if I can ever track down that video. <laughs> I never can. And, um, okay, so... One half people think that it was suicide or that she could have fallen over. Fallen over, not very likely. All And then if she had fallen over, she's a very strong swimmer. She was the captain of the – or she was the coach of a swim team and also a trained lifeguard. So her swimming abilities were not called into question. And – um, suicide is not very likely because she had a dog. She what had a full-time uh, job. Yeah. She had just graduated. She had, like, a dog – Waiting for her. Sorry, that, that was like funny. The that's first the first thing, thing I said. I was like, she yeah. has a freaking dog. Like and when before she, um, I almost said boarded again. Before she went on the boat in Puerto Rico, she sent a couple of postcards to some friends saying, like, oh, it's beautiful here. I land on this day. Let's hang out. So okay. she had made plans for the future. Yeah. Normally, people are in suit. Yeah. In in depression. Yeah. Or thinking of committing suicide. They don't make plans. Yeah. So, um... Or in, or give away their pets. Like, why would you buy a dog? Sure. Yeah. Like, just wasting money. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> um, and other things that I wanted to add to this, that even though this was a Royal Caribbean boat, ship, liner, cruise liner... Yeah. <laughs> um, that... And Royal Caribbean is, and at the time, was like, headquartered in Florida, so America, this boat flew under Norwegian flags, which um, basically, one-minute blurb is that um, um, the boat follows the laws of where it is in the water and where uh, what flag it flies under, and most boats try not to fly under the American flag because it has the harshest, or not the harshest, the hardest laws to follow, yes. which include, like, minimum wage and, like, uh, what nationalities can work on a boat. And so, like, uh, um, taxes. Yeah. And, and, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Safety. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. So, basically. Like, not just people mm-hmm. on the boat, but the boat. But safety mm-hmm. on the, like, for the boat. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Like, wouldn't you want your boat to be... Safe, safe and I secure. Don't, I don't understand. I don't uh. Yeah, like flying under a non-American flag basically can be seen as like a cost-saving measure in short. 
And um, at the time Amy disappeared, they were less than 12 miles away from the Curacao border port, port, Mm -hmm. sand land. So they were (laughs) under Curacao jurisdiction. Sure. There were a couple of creepy sightings that had happened after she had gone missing. Oh, before I get into that, um, Amy Bradley had a couple of really, how do I call this, say it, like really specific and unique tattoos. One of them <laughs> was a Tasmanian devil on her left back shoulder blade, which, okay, so the Tasmanian devil, like the cartoon character, yeah. is spitting a basketball on her left shoulder blade. Oh my which, god, like a loony, like, yeah, like, like a space jam. Yeah. <laughs> And she she had like a full ride to play basketball in college. Oh, but that's cool. That's, yeah, that makes sense. I think that's like cool. I I don't I think it's a stupid tattoo. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> well, I don't. It's her tattoo. Yeah. I wouldn't get a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> obviously, mine are very minimal tattoos. So, like, obviously, would not be getting a life size and or that big of a time. Like, yeah, no. it was big. It was pretty yeah. big. Like, I, 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 if I'm thinking of how big it has to be to spinning, to have a spinning basketball, like... Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And um, the most 90s tattoo ever, she had a Chinese symbol on her right ankle. Okay, that's not as... It's pretty it, 90s, But it's though. so 90s. No, it's, it's so 90s, but that's not as uncommon, like... I'm sure she thought it meant love. Okay, probably so did a couple it. of sightings that have happened um, were between 1998 and 1999, um, she went missing in 1998. Uh-huh. There yeah. were two Canadian tourists that reportedly saw a woman resembling Amy on a beach in Curacao in August 98. She went missing in March. And the woman's tattoos were reportedly identical to Bradley's. Yes. Oh, and she also had a gecko lizard tattoo on her navel, which... Oh, just, okay. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. What? It really is fascinating. And she had a belly button ring. Is she a wild child? She sounds like a wild child in this situation. I don't know. She's actually really cute. Like, she has, like, really short hair. She's like, adorable. when she went missing, Always. she had really short hair. Um, yeah. Okay. She's cute. She look, it's like a pixie cut. Yeah. It's cute. They also had um, a taxi driver come up to the Bradleys and tell them that um, a woman that looked basically the taxi driver said that your daughter came up to me and said like was really frantic saying I need a phone I need a phone I need a phone and he said without any prompting I'll never forget her green eyes oh and she had green eyes wow um and uh so another person that saw her was a Canadian scuba driver that saw her on the beach and um, he had seen so he saw her on the beach and saw Amy walking with two like kind of handlers really close to her Mm -hmm. and then he was talking to someone else and once she like figured out that he could speak English she started like picking up pace trying to put distance between her and her handlers okay and then once she got like pretty close her handlers caught up with her and she was like oh god quickly taken off to a cafe so sad but then he saw America's Most Wanted and realized like oh oh my god because he always thought that was a weird 
situation. Situation. Yeah, but like, then he once saw America's Most Wanted and realized who that she was, and she called the. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. FBI. My cat is knocking things <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my cat Sapphire, who is here with us today. She wasn't with us last time. Oh, you don't have to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you hear bells, that's Sapphire. Okay. Sorry, Monica. Um, and a, another really creepy sighting. Oh, and this one just gives me chills, and I'm sure you know about this one, is there was a Navy sailor that visited a hotel brothel. Yep. Yes. And, yes. oh my gosh. So she said, Sapphire is not happy that she was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh and so there, he's visiting a hotel brothel, and she said, help me, I'm an American, I'm from Virginia, my name is Amy Bradley, and I need help. And he said, like, there's um, a naval station, like, just over here, like, just come with me and, like, we'll help you. And she's like, no, you don't understand. I can't leave. And um, they, like, <gasps> motioned her away and, like, the conversation ended there. So. So awful. And then, like, the thing that he waited two years to report this. Why? So it gets complicated because um, he waited after retiring from the service because he said he wasn't supposed to be in a brothel. Which uh, makes sense. Yeah, makes obviously. Sense. And but. I asked Alexander about it because, like, technically, okay, you're an American. Yes. Yes. Prostitution, sex work is illegal in America. Yes. yes. Except in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the laws about that. But, okay. Yeah. Um, so. Just go with it right now. Yeah. Technically, like, if she's an it, American, like, you don't, isn't your duty no, to. but in Curacao, it's legal. Yes. It's the Netherlands. Yes. Yeah. So. Owned colonies, or former colonies and colonies, because Holland still owns some of them. Yes. Uh, sex work is still legal. So then, like, I don't know the rules about that. He didn't really understand. It kind of stumped us, but. Cool. But I also um, don't understand, like, you're American, she's American. That's a, like. Like, I don't, he like, should be able to get should be, Yeah, human illegal. trafficking yeah. is illegal. So, like, if that is something that's happened, I'm sorry. Guess we what? You need to talk about it, yeah. You need to talk about it. And if that's if it, getting a demotion in your ranking, you sh- you knew not to be there anyways. Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, I if, have feelings. that's what he said. Yeah, if, I have feelings true. for this. I mean, it's even if it wasn't a problem with his military ranking or whatever yeah like, it was a problem 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 like admitting that he was even in a brothel maybe he yeah, was married, married or whatever. like things like that like, but like that no, that doesn't normally get back this sounds so shitty but that doesn't normally get back to the wife like well uh, it might it would probably in this one because this this case was very huge at the time oh so okay well I'm it's just, okay yeah <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I guess my ethical compass is No, always, it like, totally sucks that he waited two compass. years. It totally sucks. Cause but he could have been fired. He could have been court-martialed, which is like going to jail. Yeah. But in uh, the military. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But it just it just sucks. It, yeah. If this could have really been happened. discharge, which is, like, apparently on par is, like, getting a felony. So yes, part it of is. Job. Yeah, you can't yeah. get... You don't get... Involuntary discharge yeah. is really bad. As somebody who works for... Are you sure? Yeah. So, um... Not they, really bad. Let me just, wait, clarify. Not really bad. It's just not something you want on your record, period. Well, it's just, like, getting arrested. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they went back to that brothel after two years, and it had burned down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't wait. Know so that. there's like not even evidence of that. Ex- well, I mean, mm-hmm. existed, but like you can't even. It's just creepy. Yeah, it's just so creepy. Okay, and then uh, one of the other settings was that um, there was a. Um, Woman, her name is Judy Maurer. She's from Ohio, and um, she was on a trip in Barbados with her husband, and she went to the bathroom in a department store. Oh, and one. this, this, this is the, so creepy. Yeah, yeah. So she's in the restroom, and she hears a girl come in, and then two men come in, and the men are arguing with the woman, and they're threatening her, and they keep on saying, the deal is at 11 o'clock. You better not mess this up. Like, um... Or you better cooperate. You better not mess this up. Like the, the deal is at eleven o'clock. Don't don't fuck this up for us, basically. And the uh, Judy was terrified. She was hiding in the bathroom. The men left, and she goes up to Judy and the other woman. This yeah, other. Sorry, Judy goes up to this woman, and it looks like this girl is about to cry. So she's trying to comfort her, and she's like. Well, where are you from? And this woman says really, really quietly, I'm from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be quiet. No, yeah. I don't. And she's like, oh, okay, what's your name? And she's like, my name is Amy. And Judy, bless her heart, she's like, oh, cool, my daughter's name is Amy. Like, oh, my God. Really nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and this woman, Amy, like, comes up to her and she's like she looks aghast yes and is kind of like almost like the look on her face was like you dumb bitch you're gonna fuck this up oh okay and Uh, the men come inside to the bathroom grab her and then judy was like i have to get out of here and runs out and then like runs away before anything could happen um which is, but but that was in Barbados. That's yeah, in Barbados. I was gonna say that's different a different country. So, but like, but still, island. I was say different island. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what my theory is is that after um, Amy, well, I think she was going to get sold to someone in Barbados. Okay. Which is like she had been in Curacao that whole time, right? And then they took her to Barbados. And and if we're going off of the previous sighting with the Navy man. And that place burnt to the ground. Like, there wasn't a place for her to work. So they maybe were, took her somewhere else. Just a vibe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, this is just I disturbing. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then there was this other setting that I didn't have written down. But there was this man who was trying to be, or, like, in training to become a police officer in Puerto Rico. And he calls and says, I saw your daughter getting, um... I almost said deplaned again. Deboated <laughs> at night um, here. The time where she went missing? Yeah. Like, during that time? Okay. So that was one other thing. And then, like, the FBI, they eventually find out a couple of years later the FBI had never talked to that man. Seriously? Yeah. There's a l- And it was complicated- Incredible. Well, this man was Puerto Rican. That's America. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly complicated because the FBI, I think, would have had to been invited to Puerto Rico to look into the case. Yes. No, not Puerto or Rico. Not Curacao. Puerto Rico. Oh, Curacao. Curacao. Yeah, yeah. 
by either the Dutch or the boat. Uh, the Norwegian government. And neither of them are going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want their... They don't want them to get in yeah. trouble. Exactly. And then, like, the Curacao government, obviously, or not so obviously, but wouldn't be able to handle the, um, that crazy of scope? an investigation. Yeah, like, the yeah. scope of it. So, the, um... <laughs> Bradley's mom and dad were on an episode of Dr. Phil in November of 2005. Oh my god, what? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. they were on like, I think Dr. Phil was the biggest show, but they did a lot of media. They even like pleaded saying like, I know she's alive, just let her go, uh, blindfold her and let her go in the night. We're not going to come looking for you. We just want her safe. So just this like, is not going to be a like Liam Neeson yeah, I'm gonna take yeah. it. I'm gonna find you and then I will kill you. <laughs> situation. Oh my god. Just so sad. Yeah. Oh, and after this, um, oh god, this thing is so creepy. So after that, they were on Dr. Phil talking about the disappearance of their daughter, a image of a woman that re- very closely resembles Bray Bradley. Amy. Amy. Yeah. Amy. Um, <laughs> was emailed to her parents, uh, and it, like, basically suggests that she was sold into sex slavery, which is what I think is what happened. I do, too. I mean, if you've seen Taken, it's yeah. actually not, Taken is not an accurate portrayal of, of sex, sex trafficking. No, but, I mean, but no, like, I that, but, but it's I kind mean, like, of, she was getting sold, like, she was taken to oh, be sold okay. to sex slavery. Like, that was, that's mm. my underlying premise is that Got it. she's being taken to get sold into sex slavery, which is basically what happened here Mm -hmm. um and i have i didn't want to show the photos because i wanted to respect this woman because she is basically nude but i do have on our drive drive the like comparisons of the photos to photos of bradley and this photo so like comparing like her eye shape, her earlobes, the piercings, her elbows, like the length of her arms. And I absolutely, 100% think it's this woman. Wow, okay. And this photo, they eventually like find out that it was pulled off of this um, website that was kind of like used for like sex vacations, which is like... Okay, all right. You go to a hotel, there's sex workers there, and then... You spend the whole weekend with her? Yeah, you okay. just, like, I don't know. Or you, multiple women. I don't know the full details, but it was just, like, these are the women we have. And there was, like, a blonde. And then there's Bradley. Okay. And then it just... What? It's crazy. Okay. But it was... Uh, the website was hosted in uh, the Dutch Antilles. And it's still up today. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. But, um, like, even down to the piercings, she has, like, five. The piercings are the same. Yeah, and and if this was, if these were updated photos, like, say, went in 2005 when these were found, she does look a little older. She would be older because it would be, like, almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Four sex. Sorry. If it was 2005. Yeah, I can't do the math. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe on drugs, like... Probably, I mean, like, how else do you keep them quiet? 
control. You control. Yeah. You have to control them. This sounds so it's like, sad. No, it's it's uh, no, it's it is the whole and situation is. is. Was that it? No. Oh, okay. 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 So there was a two hundred fifty thousand dollar reward offered by the Bradley family for any information leading to Bradley's return, and a fifty thousand dollar reward. Uh, for information leading to a verifiable location. So, um, bless his heart. Kind of a side story. Bradley's dad's, Ron's boss kept on giving, like, money to them and, like, supporting every single time that they went back to Curacao to go look for her. <laughs> he kept on, like, paying oh my God. for them to do that. And then, like, one time they, like, it comes into it later. But I just... He must have felt so bad because it was kind of his fault that they went oh, shit. on that cruise yeah. trip. <gasps> oh. And um, there was, like, the Amy Bradley Foundation that had, like, raised all this money. And um, this goes into the story. So the FBI was also offering a $25,000 reward for information leading into a recovery. Lots of money going into this. Her case had been featured... On America's Most Wanted and uh, the TV show called Disappeared, which was um, hosted by Natalie Holloway's mom. And um, it is also episode 59 on the Case File podcast, which is all that I use for this. Oh my God, Case File. So good. Love it. So Ron and Ava Bradley got an email from this guy that described himself as a soldier Frank Jones in fall of 1999, so a year after uh-huh. mm-hmm. their daughter had gone missing. And um, a, the family had recently heard from a witness that she was being held by armed Colombians on the Dutch island of Curacao. And Jones, the guy that had emailed the parents, told the family that he was a former U.S. special or a U.S. Army Special Forces officer with a team of ex-Army Rangers and ex-Navy SEALs that might be able to rescue Amy. Okay. And... So very taken. (laughs) He... So Ava Bradley said, he told me that he'd put Amy on his own back and swim her out there if he had to. Out of there if he had to. Oh, my God. Um, And... This is a con. Just. It ends up being one. It's so sad. I had like so much faith for it when I was hearing about it. Me too. This is not taken. This is not taken. No. No. (laughs) Officials on the Dutch island of Curacao where Amy disappeared had told the family that they could do nothing because there was no evidence of a crime and that the investigation. So Joan seemed legitimate to them and they agreed to hire him to help recover Amy. So Jones sent two of his men down to Curacao to check out the account um, given to the family by that witness, who was a cook named Judith Margatha. Margatha had told the family that Amy was being held by a heavily armed Colombian guards in a housing complex protected with barbed wire. She also said that she regularly saw Amy shopping in a grocery store and working out as a gym at a gym. And that she was often with a man with long blonde hair and tattoos all the way down on his arm. Okay. Margatha also gave the family an accurate description of tattoos that Amy had and hummed a lullaby that 
Iva Bradley or Ava Bradley used to sing to her daughter no. as a baby. So the family was convinced that she was telling the truth. She wasn't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So Jones sent the family a report that this that his men, whom he had described as former, okay, no, you're fine, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Uh, that whom he had described as. So Jones had sent the family a report that his men, what he called former Navy SEALs, set up surveillance points at the locations that Margatha indicated and observed Amy in a dark green SUV driven by the captor with long blonde hair. The report said that Amy was in a dangerous situation and under guard and that Jones' men were forced to leave after a week on an island when they were fired upon an estimate an estimated 10 men. Over the next few months, Jones told the family that he sent more operatives to the island and provided a series of reports of the latest sightings of his daughter. And the family was terrified that Amy was in imminent danger uh, of being executed by her captors. Then Jones finally told them that it was time to attempt a rescue, but that he also needed some more money. God, this and motherfucker. So, um, because the boss was helping them pay for the total amount, he was the one that came up with the idea of demanding proof that they were actually, you know, just proof. And they... Wait, so that's a good thing? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Go Super good. Like, great boss. Good job. Good job for something. And um, so Jones sent him a photo of her sitting on the beach with a blonde-haired man with tattoos down his arm. Uh And they even got her tattoos right. Jesus Christ. Wait, how did he get this photo? Good. I'll get to it. So when I got the pictures, I knew Amy was okay and it was just a matter of time is what her mom said. And she recognized the tattoos on her daughter's ankle and arm. And the Bradleys sent Jones money, bringing the total amount that they had paid him, $210,000, which $24,000 was from their own pocket. They had emptied out their life savings and um, had pulled $186,000 from a fund that was set up for Amy's search and rescue by the nation's missing children organization. This is awful. So awful. How do people, what sick people yeah. scam people this yeah. badly? Like, what sick you, people kidnap people for the sex slavery? People are sick. Yeah. Humanity, man. So the family flew down to Florida and waited in a hotel, which um, Ron's employer provided a private jet. Oh my for, God. Uh, to be able, like, gas fueled up and ready to take off um, when at a moment's notice. Yeah. And they sat in a hotel for a week, thinking that any moment that they were going to get a phone call. That's so sad. Awful. They were also on prime time. Oh, my God. And then days went by and the call never came. Down in Curacao, one of Jones's men, a former Army Special Forces sniper, Tim Buckholtz, uh, began to wonder whether Jones was telling the family the truth. Okay. So even, like, the people working for Jones were... Oh, didn't even know. Like, didn't even know. Oh. <gasps> And Buckholtz was assigned to watch the house where Amy was supposedly being held, but never saw a sign of her. And instead, he discovered that one of the residents of the house were just ordinary people above suspicion. And 
When Buckholds later overheard Jones tell the Bradleys from bar that his people were watching the house at that very moment when they were at a bar, he knew it was all a lie. <sighs> and another member of Jones' team, Jono Senk, told Primetime that the photographs supposedly showing Amy on the beach with the blonde-haired captor were in fact taken by Jones on a beach in Florida. Pensacola, actually. And Senk said that he posed as the captor wearing a blonde wig and the woman was an acquaintance of Jones. Oh and they had gone to a tattoo artist with a photo of all of her tattoos and he had drawn sketches of it and then like drew it on this on girl's body. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. I, I don't know this story. I don't know this It's one. crazy. Okay. That's insane. Why? So Buckholtz, the first guy... Um, contacted the Bradleys and told them what was what. And good for you, man. It turned out that Jones was never even special forces and that he made up the whole story about his men sighting Amy on the island. In February 2002, federal prosecutors in Richmond, Virginia, charged him with defrauding the Bradleys of $24,444 and the nation's missing children organization of $186,000. Holy shit. And Jones pleaded guilty to mail fraud in April and was sentenced to five years in prison in order to repay every single cent that um, he had taken from these people. I hope he does or did. Thank the freaking Lord. He should be out of jail now. He yeah. should be. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Margatha, the cook who claimed to have seen Amy numerous times, was also a fraud. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> According to her son, Giovanni, Margatha works at a security firm. Or Giovanni, who worked at a security firm in Curacao. It's a lie. So, Margatha was paid, like, $8,000 for this information, and um, she was just using Amy's mother as a way of stealing. That's so sad. <sighs> but Margatha denied lying to the Bradleys, but said, maybe I'm a bad person, but if with all my badness, I want Mrs. Bradley to find her girl. Uh, Which, whatever. Like, fuck off. Whatever, yeah. And, um... Jones and Margatha were not the first people that thought, wait, that the Bradleys thought that took advantage of them by claiming to have information about their daughter. But the Bradleys said that they had no choice but to trust anyone who seemed to have credible information. I mean... And Ron Bradley said, if there's a chance, I mean, what else do you do? If it was your child, what do you do? So I guess we took a chance, but we lost. Yeah, I mean, I would do anything. Mm -hmm. For sure. Anything. If I mean, even any hope you have, like that's what you hold on to. Yeah, and that's, and that's the chance you're tra- taking is that you're hoping one of the thousands upon thousands of leads are coming into your phone lines or emails or what, however else you're telling them to post it to you, is actually true. You know, like that's the and hope. you have to investigate. You have to. Like, yeah, because one of them, it's the what if because yep. of like what if. That one we didn't pursue was the right one. Was true. Yeah. Well, that was really good, Monica. Yeah. yeah. You can eat your chips now. <laughs> Just not on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, my case for this episode is the 
Disappearance of Nicholas Barclay. Oh, so he isn't a serial killer. Okay. I, I, <laughs> we both did disappearance together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was not planned. No, we don't plan. Monica and I don't know what we're doing. We we decided that early on that we didn't want to do that. So we send everything to Wolf. I don't send anything. I just say, hey, yay, we yeah. get things. <laughs> well, we don't want to tell Isabel because she already told us that she'd look it up if we I told would her. Oh, um, I would. And, and that's not allowed. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing is based I on look, Wolf surprise. just said, I look up movies. Yes, I do look. I am that person who does look up movie plot lines of scary movies. So um, I'm not... Scared to death. <laughs> well, I do that with everything. I do it with everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just... I also read the end of books sometimes so now if I, I think it's taking too that. long. I, you know, you've mm-hmm. known I've done that though, so I'll own up to it I now. don't do it because books are like the one thing I don't want spoiled for me. Same Anything thing. else I don't care. Oh God, I love spoiling everything for myself. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, uh, most of my information for this one is actually from a documentary that I watched that's called Imposter. So keep that in mind. Dun, dun. Do you know this one? I might. Okay. Get into it. Yeah, it's pretty famous. Um, but I but I hadn't heard of it. At the end, I'm going to talk about how I found this out because it's actually a funny story. Um, but if I say it, if I tell the story now, it'll give it away. Okay. Um, so the documentary Imposter. So, this is another local story. Uh, This takes place in San Antonio. Local. Well, it's a big It's not local. (laughs) As I said in the last episode, anything Texas is local. Okay? I love love how me and Mom. If it's a a Dallas thing, I'll say it. But otherwise, it's Texas. Okay. San Antonio. So, San Antonio is about four hours away from us. Yeah. Four to three. I don't know. Depends on if you stay. We talked about that last time, actually. Well, it was a totally different area that I was talking about. But about the same distance. Um, No, it wasn't. We're talking about Texarkana. um, Texarkana, which is. Where is San Antonio? Yes, it was. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders. Oh my God. No, no, no. I know it was in Texarkana, but I feel like we we did something in San Antonio and we were like, oh, that's that far away. No, we we did look up San Antonio to Texarkana. But it's, I don't know why. I think it's because I thought it was close to San Antonio, and then I was like, oh. "LOL, JK, it's six hours away from San Antonio." Uh, but um, San Antonio is about three hours to four hours away from Dex, where we are, from Dallas. Yeah, like yeah. where we are. Um, I would. It's like where it's where the Alamo is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. literally what they're famous for. Jesus, okay, <laughs> so, and the like. There's like a river that yeah. goes through it, the and it's like walk. pretty. But I'm gonna tell y'all that. Where this takes place, it's not the pretty part of San Antonio. Like throughout the whole po- podcast, God, throughout the whole documentary, it is like not a nice area of San Antonio. So I keep mean, that in mind. I mean, every city has exactly, that, so. exactly. Um, so it's 1994. Oh, we, we were babies. We were all we just were born. born. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and babies. we are dealing with a 13-year-old boy named Nicholas Barclay. So Nicholas was described as a child who didn't really think that he was a child and didn't behave like one. Um, His mom said that he was actually very difficult to discipline. Um, He had run away before, 
But he would basically come back the next day every single time that this happened. Uh, his sister also describes him as street smart. So this is the kind of kid that we're dealing with. Um, in the documentary, there are, are like home videos of him. Um, and he seems really cute. Like he, this was probably when like handheld video rec recorders were like just becoming big. Like I know my dad had one and yeah. <laughs> they were huge. Like they were the size of your head. Um, and he loved playing with it and just like recording himself and being nerdy. It was, he seemed really cute. Um, he uh, had blonde hair, blue eyes, and he had a gap between his teeth. Cute. Yeah, super cute. He also had tattoos. What? So I know, you're oh. like 13, yeah. Um, but it was just a J on his left shoulder, a T on his left hand between his thumb and forefinger. Okay. And the letters L and N on his outer ankle. Oh. Why? I don't know. Oh, doesn't get into that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and to be honest, I think the tattoos were probably like, y'all know the stick and poke? Yeah. yeah. That's probably what they were. And my that's my guess because I don't think anyone in real life would give a 13-year-old a tattoo, like a legit one with like a gun, like he, a tattoo gun. No, no, He could have gotten it out from the back of the garage. It's happened before. So pretty not, not well, surprised. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I can think of one of my friends from high school who literally got one like that. And it's Someone like, we knew? Yeah. Okay. Okay, it was said that Nicholas was physically and verbally abusive to his mom, but I would take that with a grain of salt because Nicholas isn't here to defend himself, and this is what his mom said about Him. This. Yeah. yeah. And, um... But it is documented that he was a juvenile delinquent and had a record. So there were, I think it was mostly for sh shoplifting. Okay. But still. Um, not cool. No, no, not cool. Um, there was actually supposed to be a sentencing hearing the day after he disappeared. And one of the potential outcomes of this hearing was that he was going to be placed in a group home. And no one really wanted that. And especially not Nicholas. Even though the home life wasn't great. He had an older brother and a mom who were both addicted to drugs. So keep that in mind as well. Wow. Yeah. It was a difficult time. On the day of his disappearance, Nicholas was given $5 by his mom and told to go play basketball and to be home by dinner. Which... I'm just going to say, like, in 1994, I know we weren't cognizant, but that was definitely a common thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. go play outside. Yeah. Come back before dinner. Bye. Um, around the time he was supposed to come home, he called home, and his older brother, Jason, answered, and Nicholas asked for a ride. Jason told Nicholas that their mom was asleep and that he didn't want to wake her up, so Nicholas had to walk home. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow, he was being a smart child. Like, he literally asked for a ride. Yeah. Most Instead children of just, just yeah, walking, walking home. home. This part kind of reminds me of the um, Atlanta Monster. Mm. One of the stories. Yes, you know yes. what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On September 25th, 1994, Nicholas's older half-brother called the police. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I read something early. Uh, <laughs> too early. Okay. Um... Nicholas was never seen again. Oh. After that call. That 
when he asked for a ride. Okay. He never came back home. It was assumed that he was running away, probably to try to avoid this sentencing mm-hmm. that he was potentially going to have to encounter. Like, they were going to figure out that his parent, his mom and older brother were addicted to drugs. Okay, pause. Why did he run a, Why would he run away but then ask for a ride? That's like the same thing with the Atlanta monster case. Right. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what the case they're talking about, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. We might do that one. Um, so you can see a picture of Nicholas on, the, on our social media. He's seriously the cutest. Um, I, He's super cute. I know. He, he had a big personality. Okay, so later that year, and I started reading this part already, <laughs> on September 25th, Nicholas's older brother, older half-brother, called the police and said he thought he saw Nicholas trying to break into the family's garage. But Nicholas fled when he realized his brother had seen him. The police searched the neighborhood but couldn't find him. They don't believe Nicholas's brother had, in fact, seen him, and actually neither does their mother. This is a common thing that happens in disappearing cases, um, like with kids especially, like Family members, possibly, if they know what happened, um, will say that they saw them later to try to get police, like, off of their backs. Like, oh, well, we saw them. We, they're not dead. So, you think, yeah, wait, so you're saying that the- I'm not saying, I'm just saying this is a common thing that happens. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. And that- if it really happened, was the last real sighting of Nicholas until three month, three years and four months after the disappearance. There's a 911 call from Spain from, what? yeah, okay, from a man who says he and his wife came across a young boy who's about 14 or 15 who is really scared and doesn't have any ID or documents on him. His mother and sister are describing this moment in the documentary and, like, when they find out that Nicholas is in Spain because this is who this kid says he is. He says, my name is Nicholas. Yes, I'm Nicholas Barclay. How the fuck did you get to Spain? Yeah. Also, was this, so did his name get circulated a lot or, like, Okay, we'll we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, So, like, he's in Spain, he wants to come home and his mom and Sister get the phone call. His older sister says how, like, bewildered she is. She's like, what? (laughs) You know, it's three years later. And you want to come home? And Spain? Yeah, seriously. Three years later, you want to come home and you're in fucking Spain? Yeah, but... in Europe, like a whole other country. Yes. That sounded so dumb. But, like, you have to go through customs. Yeah. You have to board a plane. Yep. How did this child do all of that? A child. A child. And not have any identification on you afterwards? Like... Yep. For three years. But but his sister was very excited uh, regardless. Hearing that her brother was alive <laughs> is all that really mattered to her. His mom says it was exciting, but in the documentary she says it in the most monotone voice ever. Like, I mean, I don't think she's that excited. Let's be honest with <laughs> She's like, I was really excited. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd be like crying, okay? I'd be hysterical. Yeah. Um... But happy, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. 
So, um, we know that there's a boy who's saying that he's Nicholas. And this is a huge deal. His family is ready to go get him in Spain. Now we're going to switch gears to Frederick Bourdain. Uh, his picture's on the drive that, uh, for you guys, but we'll post his picture on social media as well. That's Frederick. He was pretending to be a young teenager because he knew that he would be treated better. And it was a way for him to be someone completely different. He really wanted to be in a children's home specifically because he knew other people would take care of him. Yeah. But law enforcement who picked him up after the guy and his wife found him and then called the cops um, said that if they didn't, like law enforcement tells him that if he doesn't say who he is, that they're going to get him fingerprinted and that he would obviously lead them, this would obviously lead them to to discovering who he really was. So his initial idea was to tell them that he was from the U.S. and that he had run away and that he was willing to contact his family so that he could go back, um, but that he wanted to do it himself. He convinced law enforcement to let him stay the night at the station because of the time difference. So he's like, mm-hmm. I am from the U.S. Like, they're not going to be awake right now. I have to call them later. They're at work. Blah, blah, blah. How old is he? We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but really, he knew he would be given privacy to call. Uh, And this was important for what he was about to do. And it would give him time to plan. He began to call different police stations in the U.S. Like, obviously, he called, like, NYPD because that's the biggest city in the U.S. Like, oh, I'll I'll find somebody here. And um, he said that he was a police officer in Spain and that a teenager had been found who said he was from the U.S. and had probably been missing for a few years. But all the stations in the U.S. basically said that there are so many missing children, dude. (laughs) Like, what do you expect us to do? Yeah, like... So they gave Frederick the number for the Center for Missing and Exploited Children, (laughs) which directly deal with missing children. Yeah. A police station deals with so much shit, not just missing kids. Once he called there, he gave a vague description of what he looked like. And a woman on the phone said, well... The kid you have with you could be Nicholas Barclay. Fred, Frederick, still pretending to be a cop, asked if he sh- if she could fax over what Nicholas looked like so he could confirm if it was really him. Hold on. But how did he have access to so many phone calls? So he was left alone in the police station. Com- okay, so there's no, like, night warden or whatever. Like. Him. That's crazy. Yeah, in the documentary, they do a reenactment. And it's actually with Frederick doing the reenactment. Oh, so oh. He, yeah, he's in this documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what this dude turns out to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he is by himself. Like they have him in like a whole other room by himself, and there's like a yellow pages <laughs> and shit like that, like for phone numbers, and he's just writing all this shit down. Yeah, it's crazy. God, this, it, this, this guy is. Yeah, this reminds me of um. Is it Changeling with Angelina Jolie? Yes. Okay. And I love that story. I've it's, it's. Never it. You'd like it. It's, it's really not good. a scary it's movie. Scary. It's, it's a good movie. Um, but it's based off of a. 
this is real life. This? No, not this. Okay. No. <laughs> that happened in like 1910. Yeah, I was say. <laughs> no, that. Oh, wow, they just really wanted to have a period piece. No, no, <laughs> that is based off of the Wineville chicken coop murders, something, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wine town. It's like okay. a wine in the name. We will look that up and get back. <laughs> we'll search for it on our Twitter. Page. Yeah. Um. So Frederick was looking at that picture that the woman faxed. He kept thinking that if Nicholas were to be aged up, he could maybe be him, even if there were some differences in their appearance. Yeah. Some differences, like. Well, so he calls back and is like, yeah, well, this is Nicholas. Like, we have Nicholas here. Um, In fucking Spain? <laughs> yes. What did this dude do? Just, I can't wait to get to the part why this guy is so sketchy. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you will be fucking amazed. Like, this shit is crazy. Um, and why is he, is he an American? No, why? Because we didn't like really... if he's speaking in like a clearly non-American accent, saying "I'm an American boy." I I'm gonna get there. Okay. It's part of the story. Also, I forgot what I was gonna say. The big reveal. I forgot what I was gonna say. It's okay. Uh, okay. Anyways, let's just move. So <laughs> there's this scene in the documentary right after this part. Um, it is. It's heartbreaking. For me, because I know what happens, but it'll be heartbreaking later once you guys find out as well. But his sister, Nicholas's sister, Carrie, her name's Carrie. Um, there's going to be a picture of her on the drive. Um, she's she's the one that decides that she's going to go to Spain to go get him. She looks so sad. She's like describes how she doesn't think her mom can handle it, so she's going to go do it. Aww. Yeah, and um. Frederick gets, like, he pretends to be a social worker and talks to Carrie. Oh, you... Who it's, is this person? I want him in jail. Yeah, it's terrible. And, like, the scene in the documentary, at the whole time, I was just like, oh, my God, how could someone do this to another person? Like... Sick. Yeah. Humanity is sick. It just... it It's... This is only where it starts. And, like, he pretends... That Nicholas doesn't want to talk to her, like, because he's so scared and um, sad. But, like, he Carrie's trying to convince this social worker, like, please, I just want to hear him for a second. It's okay. And, like, he gets on there and all he says is, like, I love you to her. <gasps> and she, like, starts crying on the phone. No. She's like, I love you, too. I'm so happy to hear you. No. Yeah, like... I'll be there soon for you. What a manipulative yeah. little... Shithead. Yes, it's, like it's so sad. It's so sad. You really feel for Carrie at this moment. Um, and watching this, it really blows my mind that Frederick could have done something like this. Uh, even after that, like knowing, like, oh my god, I'm wrecking these people's lives. Yeah, it's you're giving them hope. Yeah, and um, yeah, so. Carrie, who's obviously been contacting people, like, saying, okay, how do I get Nicholas back? Like, what are the steps I have to take? She's given the information to um, the FBI headquarters in San Antonio, and she gets 
to talk to Nancy Fisher, who works there. Um, and Nancy says that, like, we'll get you to him and bring the both of you back here. But once Nicholas is back here, we have to talk to him. Like, we need to figure out what, what, yeah. how he was over there. Like a, yeah. Because he'd been a missing person this whole time. Three years. Yeah. A missing person, and you go to Spain. You're in Spain. Yeah. Like, and how is like, this? Foul play. Like, who right. brought What's you there? Right. Human trafficking. Yes, yeah. yes. Did he run away? <coughs> Stop eating your chips. <laughs> oh, my God. Monica's dying. Monica just died. <coughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> it's fine. She's still dying. She's. Um, <coughs> we'll need to cut this. <laughs> Is there a security flaw in the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, there she goes. Okay, so she's still dying. It's fine. Keep going, Em. Keep going. So Nancy um, said, and this is really important, uh, that when children go missing and are missing for long amounts of time, like years, for instance, that the children are likely dead or never found. And that if a child, unlike to to find a child in another country is really rare, like (coughs) never happens rare. Um, I mean, I believe it. Like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, what's like statistic is like the longest child, like the first what few hours. That's the best. Oh. Time. It's the first forty-eight hours. Yeah. yeah, there you go. If you so, don't find them, they're they dead. They're yeah. not dead. Hopefully, hopefully, we're, we're but, like hope, putting hope into this. We yeah. should probably You'll name the name the pod name this episode like hope or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just really important that Nicholas tells what happened to him and that he. Mm-hmm. Gives his account. So I'm not really sure if it speaks to Fred- Frederick's guilt that once the American <coughs> embassy said that they were coming to interview him, that he immediately ran away, um, like, after this. So the American embassy in Spain. But they eventually found him the same day. Wow, and, you suck at being And away. then he still decided to continue on with the charade. So, like... I don't know what that really means. Because at that point, he could have easily been like, I'm not Nicholas. But hold on. So what I'm confused about is like, okay, this Frederick. Yes. Is he an American? Can you at least answer that? I'm not there yet. Why is... Okay. I can't say So I know you can't, but he's in San Antonio with his supposedly like fake family that he's trying to fit into, right? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. Dude, we're not there yet. So he's still he's, in Spain. Oh, okay. That's where I was confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but they, they haven't gotten him yet. So he found out about this and then had run away. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It's like, he, the, the police tell him that the American embassy is coming to talk to him and mm. he runs away. Uh, and then they find it. him. So got it doesn't it. matter. Um, you should he run away? Well, did he really want to run away? Was he trying hard? I don't know. But, so yeah. So Carrie's headed to Spain. Frederick changed as much of his appearance while he was waiting for her to get there as he could. So he bleached his hair and he had someone at the shelter give him the tattoos that Nicholas had. Whoa. Yeah. Um, It's crazy, like, how he even, because he gets all this information from the missing and exploited children. He's like, what tattoos? Like, yeah. We just want to make sure. Like, all this shit. So so you can basically pretend to be... Someone else. Yeah, it's awful. Um, again, probably stick in Pope, because he actually says that another kid gives him these tattoos in the shelter that he's staying at. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Stick in Pope's a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
The second that Carrie sees him, she like, says it's him. No. She's like, this is him. I know it's him. That's just... Um, and the the thing that he does is he tries to cover as much of his face as possible. Like, he wears a hat. He wears sunglasses. He, like, wears a bunch of layers. Um, yeah, I saw I'm the hero now. Yeah. <laughs> you it, see that picture? He looks, yeah. like, so covered up. I'm like, how do you know it's him or not? It's like, pretty crazy, it's but, like, why he even thought that... Um, Look, look at that. Oh, like what? what? That's hilarious. That's, like he's going to Texas. <laughs> so <laughs> he probably doesn't know that though. Like uh he's about to find out. So anyway, um she Carrie like was able to talk away all the differences and like convince herself that it was him. Um and that something really important that happens is that she brought pictures with her. Of, like, recent pictures while Nicholas was missing. Like, here are my kids. Like, they're all grown up. Or they're, they've grown up a little bit since you've last seen them. And here's mom. Here's my husband. Like, pictures of the family. And, like, mm-hmm. she's like, you remember, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is blah, blah, and blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. You know, he's he doesn't know who these people are, but he's still pretending. So that's... Uh, that's going to be really important in a second, these pictures. He has, before he's able to leave Spain, they um, do an interview with him. Like this, like Spanish government um, officials, like want to make sure that this is actually him. They have these pictures as their tests. Like he, they're like, who's in these pictures? But he knows. He knows because Carrie Carrie told him. Oh, no. And she didn't do it on purpose. She had no idea that that was going to be the test. Yeah. But he was able to pass. But he remembered to, wow. Okay. Oh, what she told him? Right. Um, But it was like the same day. So, uh, yeah. That part in the documentary, you're just like, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, if you're that excited to see, like, yeah, it's not Carrie's fault. Yeah. Um, he was just smart, and you'll know why later. Um, so he gets back to San Antonio, and I have this picture um, that's going to be on our social media. Um, it's this one. Um, With the scarf. Yes. Yeah. So they actually filmed his return, and you can watch it in the documentary, but, like, he – it's, like, him and his sister, they're, like, the last people off the plane – and, um, like, his family's there to greet him, and, like, everyone's so happy to see him, <clears throat> except his mom is so awkward. She oh. is so awkward. She looks and awkward. Is that she the looks, mom? Yes, yeah. that's the mom. The picture, you'll see it. She just looks so uncomfortable. Um, and I kind of have a theory about why, but, um. Because you like, think she killed him? Uh, <laughs> I just said I'll talk about it later. Let's get to the story first. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yes. So, they're reunited. He's back. He does not go to Nancy to do an interview immediately. It takes him a month to go be interviewed by Nancy. Nancy who? She works for the FBI in oh, San Antonio. Yeah. And now you're about to find out what he says happened to him. As Nicholas. As his story. So... He says that he was sex trafficked into a slavery ring overseas. Isn't oh. that funny that yeah, I <laughs> Wow. Yeah, we did not plan this, guys. So he actually had wounds and scars that corroborated these things because um, 
like he says he was burned by cigarettes um, and like that his bones were broken and they weren't allowed to heal correctly. And he actually had these injuries in real life. Oh my gosh. Yes. You can like, like he had these scars. So they were like, whoa, holy shit. Like he's not kidding. These aren't fake. You know, Um, they could tell that he had bones that hadn't healed correctly. Like, so he was obviously taking from real life here, but that's what he said happened. Um, and that's a concern for the U.S. government. <laughs> they have to be like, okay, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, how do we... How did you get overseas? Yeah, so he doesn't... He's, like, saying, I don't really remember much. He does not have an American accent. Mm-hmm. It is a French accent. That couples with his French-ass name. Yeah, Frederick Bourdain. Uh, also... Why has no one fucking fingerprinted him? That's what I was about okay, to say. Well, like, what who the has hell? a child or a kid's fingerprints, you know? Yeah, why would... I mean, he was like 15, 16. Or claiming to be, right? Right. So if he's Nicholas, you know, mm-hmm. like why would they need to fingerprint him? It's Nicholas. This is this is Nicholas. It's fine. Again, fingerprints. They, <laughs> he says that they brainwashed him to where like he wasn't allowed to speak in an American accent or speak English. Like, he had to speak French or Spanish, like, whatever. Does he speak French or Spanish? Yeah, he is French. Well, yeah, but he's Nicholas. Yes, like, because he was found in Spain. Yeah. Like, he's he's able to, yes, but he's saying, like, as Nicholas, Nicholas wasn't allowed to speak Speak. English or they'd heard him. Um, And then his eye color is different eye color. Frederick has brown eyes. How do they not Nicholas has blue eyes. I mean, he says that they put dye into his eyes. Oh my god. Yeah. I wish that was true. I don't know. I would dye my eyes. Okay. Well then. Moving along. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, So, um, a little while later, um, he is interviewed on a local news station. Uh, and a guy named Charlie Parker, who happens to be a private investigator, um, is hired at the same time by hard copy. Um, so I need to talk about what hard copy is. Like my mom said, like while we were watching it, that this was this is the equivalent of today's TMZ. Oh, so hard copy oh. wouldn't have been like the greatest thing to be interviewed by. No. But they they don't interview him. They they want they hire Charlie Parker as a private investigator because um like they want to interview Nicholas, but they're like, This whole story's really weird, dude. Like, will you investigate this before we I love it. Yeah. I love I it. love how hard like the TMZ basically is like, We're gonna go ch- fact check this, but then like we want an interview. Yeah. What? <laughs> like what So they don't interview him yet. They just hire the private investigator first. Charlie Parker watches the local news interview that um, Frederick had done, or Nicholas had done, and he identifies that this is not Nicholas. Do y'all want to know how? His accent. His eyes. (laughs) Like, he can just figure out this dude's fake. Okay, no and no. His hair dye is growing No, no, Uh no. His His ears. Oh, cool. So what we find out, and this is what Charlie Parker says, who is obviously a interesting fucking dude, um, who yeah. knows things. Yeah. <laughs> <His> ears. 
he watches this news interview and is like, these ears don't look like Nicholas. Like, people, so that you'll see on our social media, I have a picture of the interview that they identify his ears by. Um, and it's not the same shape. Your ears do not change shape from the time that you are a child they are until the, you die. They, aren't they the are the shape. exact same. The only thing that changes is the size. So any kind of like dent or bump or whatever the fuck, that doesn't change. Yeah, the curve of his... Yep. Like, and he has an attached... He has an attached lobe and like, yeah, he has a... Yep, so... Wow. He's... This is how he figures it out. Um, creepy, creepy. <clears throat> and um, other than his ears, <laughs> as you guys said, there's all these other fucking <laughs> things that aren't matching. Um, so they end up doing further interviews with Nicholas, like... Because Charlie Parker goes to the FBI and is like, yo, uh, I need to, inter- like, we need to interview you some more to figure out what's going on. But I don't think this guy is who he says he is. And y'all need to figure it out. Um, so they do further interviews with him. And a doctor actually said that it's not possible that this is Nicholas, because if someone is raised in an English-speaking home, like, like Nicholas was, for even just the first six to seven years of your life, this is all it takes. You won't get an accent. And, like, you can only be able to speak with a French accent? Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. The six to seven years, like, first six to seven years are vital for what kind of accent you have. Yeah. Or whatever. That's why I don't let your kids watch... Peppa the Pig so much because I oh there's God. a story out there that this <laughs> child speaks with a British accent because they watch so much Peppa Pig. Oh, shit. I would force my kid to watch Peppa Pig <laughs> solely to have a British accent. Okay, unless you do want your kid to have a British <laughs> yeah. accent. Like, do uh, that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, Nancy, so Nancy, who works for the FBI, told Carrie, Nicholas's sister, that this can't possibly be Nicholas. Like, she, she's the fucking FBI and is telling her this isn't Nicholas. Like you have a stranger in your home. Perhaps you don't want this guy there anymore. Let us handle this. Like, t- like if you don't want him there anymore, just don't interact with him. We'll come and get him. Like we'll take care of this. They say no. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. They. They. She lets him back home. Nothing changes. Everything's fine. Exactly. <laughs> like. As weird as that sounds to us, we we don't know anyone that's gone missing in our lives. Like, imagine having this person that you think is the person who's gone missing suddenly come back into your life. Again, it's the whole you, concept. Yeah, you don't want that to not be true. You don't want to have been duped either. Like, you yeah. don't want to have been seen, like taken for a ride. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that hope concept. Yeah, of- the family actually refuses to give DNA. <laughs> Uh, to the FBI. Um, like, they asked for it several times so they could, like, prove or disprove whatever that this was who this guy says he is. Like, if you like, believe that's your kid, then wouldn't you, you want to do it? Prove it? But you, you would think. No, but you don't want to prove yourself. You don't want to prove Again, it's, it's the not, same thing, right? Yeah, like, it's the same thing. It's who's somebody in your house who you love, quote unquote, love. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to be wrong about something like that. So at this point, the FBI actually became super suspicious of this family because even though you have all this evidence that this person isn't Nicholas 
and a lot of other people at this point, like, would not want a fucking stranger in their house, and you still let this person pretend to be who the missing child is, like, why? They're they're starting to ask, like, why is that happening? Do they have something to hide? Why would a family be willing to keep up with this charade? So eventually they do get his fingerprints. And after a bit of time passes, they get hit. They get a hit. They get hit. (laughs) They get punched. No, they get a hit and find out that Frederick is wanted by Interpol. Oh. For fraud. Again. (laughs) Yeah. He'd impersonated so many people over the years and had been diagnosed with a mental illness. They don't say what. But, like, yes. I think at that point it had been at least, like, ten different kids. (gasps) I love this. Isn't this crazy? Ten different kids. Yeah, at least ten. Oh, my God. So so he had this act down. Like, yes. Yes. It's not his first, it was not his first rodeo. Were they all Americans? Absolutely not. No. No. They were, in it Europe. was just in Europe. Yeah. He just wanted to challenge this guy. <laughs> like, you know what? I've taken Europe for a ride. Interpol's coming for me. Let's. Also, my last picture is of Charlie Parker, the PI. Um, He's so oh. cute. I was wondering his connection to Yeah, me. sorry. <laughs> so. As far as a theory, okay, wait, sorry. So ultimately, Frederick Frederick was arrested, and he was in prison for six years before being sent back to France, where literally six months later, he tried to impersonate another missing child. How old is he? 30. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was this one part in the documentary where... I guess, I don't remember who it was, but maybe it was Charlie Parker, who's like, this guy has stubble. Like, <laughs> this 15-year-old kid doesn't is not going to have facial hair like that. Although, I don't know. Maybe some 15-year-old boys have facial hair. Well, but if you have like, facial hair when you're 15? I don't have, I barely have facial hair. <laughs> okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Did you have friends who had facial hair when they were 15? Some. Not like okay. a full beard, but, but like yeah, it was like just starting to come right, right, right. Yeah, so like, um, so him having like, legit- but it was not the same color um, is the problem because Nicholas wouldn't have had noticeable stubble, stubble, yeah, because he was super blonde, <laughs> blonde haired, blue eyed child. So, okay, so as far as the theory, um, the FBI and Charlie Parker both think that the family had something to do with it, specifically Jason, Nicholas's older brother, half. Yes, half brother, yeah. but his it's his it's the mom's child. Okay. So the mom's still in the picture. Yeah, he was on drugs, as I said, at the time that Nicholas went missing, and so was Nicholas's mom. But whether or not this means they did it, who knows? Carrie, his sister, seemed super devastated, and I know she is. Um, you can just tell by watching. Um, but she said over and over that she doesn't believe anyone in her family would have hurt him either. I'm not sure really what I believe either, but I really think the statistic about missing children is important here. The one I talked about earlier, like, he's probably not alive. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's at the hands of the family or, like, some rogue? I don't know. I don't know because, actually, in the documentary, Charlie Parker is like, I think he's buried in the backyard and he goes to the people who live there now and asks if he can dig up the backyard and nothing's there. So... Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, you don't have to bury it in the backyard, though. Like, right? Like, I don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. Like, I even because even just 
because he's big, he, it's not in the backyard. I mean, he could have put him in a call space sure. or a wine cellar. Or not at their home. Or not at the home. I just <laughs> did two different references right. to two different other murders that I have listened to. <laughs> so. Dumpster on Trash Day. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, Covers up the smell. Yep. However, there is a theory that he may have run away and is living a life elsewhere under a different identity, but there's really no proof of that either. Can you imagine if he was, like, pretending to be a French person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, like, if he is still alive, imagine watching all that shit go down. I mean, like, (laughs) throwing popcorn at the screen, like, you liar! Or, like, you don't do me very well. Yeah, uh, or, like, he doesn't even have the right (laughs) ears! Or like the right eyes, like what? Something, oh. something I forgot to tell you guys. Frederick has a gap in his teeth. And oh, so did just like him. Yeah, so that helped a yeah. lot with. I mean, because that's not. That's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, that's okay. But ultimately, it's just really like a sad story. Um, uh, like we we don't we just don't know. Um, if he's living elsewhere, though, I hope he's okay. Like I hope he's living a good life. Okay, like. Yeah, um, so I want to talk about how I found out about this story really fast. Please. Uh, so, um, I was reading a book, uh, I was actually listening to the audiobook for it, um, it's called I Was Anastasia. Oh! Okay, yeah, but it's about, um, Anna Anderson, who was a, like, a, an Anastasia Romanoff imposter. Yeah. She was, mm-hmm. like, the most famous one, because there were several, but hers got, like, super far, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what the book's about. And I Googled her while I was listening to this, because I was like, oh, I want to know more. Um, and, like, the, it's, like, the second thing that pops up when you Google Anna Anderson. Uh, and it's Time Magazine's top ten list of famous imposters. Awesome. And I read the whole thing, and this was on there. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did this happen? That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So, that's. That's mine for for today. Yeah. It's crazy. 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 People are crazy. Yeah. People are insane. People are sick. We've Oh, and Frederick went on to like impo- imposter. It, Impost? Like, yeah, imposter. <laughs> um he like w- pretended to be like at least 38 children like so far. But he's, like, happily married now and has a kid. Oh, good. Yeah, like, good um, for him, right? That he gets to fucking live his own fucking life. I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy No, I'm not like, saying that to you. I'm saying it in general. Like, fuck what, that guy. What? That's wild. I know. I, wow. Like, 38 different kids. Yeah, but, like, he does have a mental illness. So, like, good for him for finding happiness. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm glad he put a positive spin. Positive spin. So but, like... <laughs> Okay, that must have been so much fun, though. Oh my god! Like, how far Pretending can I take to be this? somebody yeah. else. He literally got to oh go to a different god. country. Different, True. Yeah, a lot of different countries. Although I'd argue that I wouldn't want to come to Texas. This is what my mom and I kept saying the whole entire time we were watching this. We were like, "Really, Texas?" He probably didn't think that that was where he was going. He's like, "I'm going to go to America." I don't know why I gave him an African accent. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. So at the end of this, we've decided. Yeah, like we we know that this shit's really heavy sometimes. Such a downer, man. Um, today's episode was a downer. Uh, sad, unsolved shit. Um, for missing people. So we kind of want to do like a fun mini discussion at the end of every episode. Um, pretty mini. Yeah. 
And today's, I like was, so I'm on Twitter, obviously, and there's this like thread going around where it's people saying who their first crushes were, like fictionally or like their like celebrity crush. So we decided we'd like name two for each of us and like kind of just blurb about why. Who wants to go first? You, because you're the one who decided it. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I, I have one, and I'll try to come up with another one while I'm talking about it. So, my first one is obviously Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. That's, yep. that's my yeah. real life person. I'll come up with a fictional one. But um, if you don't know who that is, I'm sorry. Uh, but also, he's a... Well, he's a retired NASCAR driver, but, like, when I was six years old, uh, he was racing actively. And, oh, my God, I don't know. Like, I just loved him from the second I saw him. And he's, like, one of my favorite people ever in the whole world. And, like, to this day, I still love him. I love his wife. I cried when I found out that his wife was pregnant because I was so happy. <laughs> that is so precious. I, I was so happy. And that kid is the cutest girl. Her name is Isla. Like, she's the cutest baby. She looks like him. Mm-hmm. And I hope she has red hair is all I can say. Oh, my and, God. He's a redhead? Yeah, he's a redhead. Oh, I love yeah. Jim <laughs> um, I did not know that. She has literally a life-size poster in her. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's wearing a hat. He is, he is wearing a hat. He is wearing yeah, a hat. you can't see his red yeah, hair. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You, you have had that poster in your room as long as I've known you. Exactly. That's only longer. <laughs> yeah, I've had it. I have had it for a really long time. Is I'll, it still up? Oh, it's still yeah. there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Freaks, I love that. I know. It freaks people Precious. out when they go in there. Um, okay. <laughs> and I guess my second one. Shit. You're going to pass the torch and let you. Oh, should we all say one and then keep yeah. going? Okay. Who's, who wants to go? I, I guess I can. <laughs> Your okay. next one is so cool. Mine is incredibly dorky. Um, I was a really big Harry Potter fan. Okay. When I was a kid, and I, watched, I mean, we all were. We all, uh, we yeah, were. I mean, we all were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read almost every single one of the books separately in one day each. <laughs> yeah. And um, would watch the movies at midnight mm-hmm. on release day, would get My the books favorite. on release day, you know. Yeah. I miss those, though. I miss that, because like, I don't feel like people do that anymore, you know? Like, nope. Yeah, no, they really not like, really. Get in line to go to, like, a movie. Or that, like, a book. Or a fucking book. book. A book release yeah. was so much fun. Meeting friends in line is, like, Honestly, it was oh, a know. highlight of Have my they life. Have had a series release like that? No. no. I mean, no. other than they're trying to redo the Star Wars, that's like the no, last couple but, of ones. No, but not books. Not yeah. Books. I mean, they're releasing yeah. the books, but people don't get that excited about it. Well, they do. They just get it the day it comes out. Yeah. Like, yeah. There. That's so. weird. It's kind of sad. I miss it. For sure. Anyway, you didn't say who it so, is. <laughs> um, mine is specifically the third movie Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. <laughs> and I had a poster of him on my bedroom door. Oh my God. That, like, I had for about a year and a half. God, how old was I? That movie came out when it we was were in like, high school. Yeah. In high school? I, I think oh. I had that poster oh, up until I was in high school. I was like, it did not come out when we no, were in high school. No, 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 it didn't. I think it came out. Because they're only a couple years older than us. Um, yeah. Not that much older. And it was like, well, oh, like I know. Really close I know. What? Ah! <laughs> oh my God. Sapphire is like my messing cat with is the towel. Cat hand towel. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. So 
um, it came out in 2004. So I had that oh my from God. fourth grade up until uh, high school. High school. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. And it, um, so just that Daniel Radcliffe. Just specifically that one. The fourth <laughs> movie, he, he does something really with the weird long with hair. his hair. Yeah, the long yeah, hair. It just throws yeah. me off. And, um, it, That's my favorite Harry Potter movie and book, The Prisoner, Prisoner? of Azkaban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, one. It's not my favorite, but it's a good one. It's my favorite because I love the Marauders. We can we can go. You know what? Yeah. We can have this as another discussion. Yeah. Third or fourth are my favorites. The so Goblet of Fire. Yeah. We'll we'll pause that discussion. Yeah. I mean, it starts to get hella dark, but yeah. yeah so exactly. that was my favorite one, and I I eventually took him down because he would watch me sleep and it started freaking me out. Got it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so, I started sleeping naked. And that like was like, yeah. Oh, no, that'll change sleep. your yeah, yeah. <laughs> life. <laughs> so I didn't really have like. A crush like that I put up. I'm not really a poster fan, mm-hmm. so I don't have. I never. I've never had posters in my room. Um, but the first one I could accurately remember. I mean, like everybody, if if you know me, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm into. And one of the things I'm like super super into is Gilmore Girls. Yes, bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent fucking team Jess. Team fucking Jess. Fuck everyone else. I can literally rant on this for <laughs> so long, but he deserves he deserves the whole entire world, which is Rory. Not really, because she's kind of a bitch, but yeah. like... <laughs> That's not good. He, he deserves <laughs> us. He, he, deserves, he us. deserves a nice girl who like appreciates his poetry and his very like bad boy-esque side and like, it's great. Um, He's basically... My perfect literary person. Sorry, um, no one deserves her. That's all I had to say. Oh, oh. The, you are accurate. Yeah. I had my friend. changed my stance from. Anyway, go on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I that would be the first person I can like positively think of, like off the top of my head, um, who I was like, yeah, I would, yeah, marry this boy for sure. <laughs> for sure, any and he's so cute. He's so cute. So I like Milo's on. Well, we can also discuss our list of like who we would do later. In, in oh, that'll series. be that'll be, our next next that'd be a funny like one. Yeah, list. like our past list. Like okay, cool. Uh, he's Milo's on mine. <laughs> Heads up. <laughs> past list. It's like if you meet them, your partner has to let oh, you. I know. <laughs> Me and Wolf have one same person on our list though. So nice. like, funny story. <laughs> so you, if this person like wanted to share. Person, No, they're discussing oh. it. They're like, wait, what? My Alex's is my favorite. It's so funny because it's Jodie Foster. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and I'm like, sure, honey. If Jodie Foster comes up to you and says, you know what? You're the first man I want to try. <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> That'd be great. You could say, like, yeah, my boyfriend fucked Jodie Foster. Yeah. He was man enough. He turned her. Which is, like, every man's desire. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so my second one, I figured it out. It's Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh! Yeah. Can I, like, can I say ditto then? Okay, because, that's like, fine. We can share. Holy shit. For sure. Uh, that is 100% like, fictional character, because I was watching that show when I was really young, and uh, uh, she needs to be with him for the rest of her life. Forever. Who the fuck is Spike? Who's Spike? Who's Spike? I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> fuck that man, basically. But, um, oh my god, yeah, Angel. I'm not even gonna go into it. 
Other than tall, dark, and handsome. He's yeah. also a bad boy. I have a thing for, like, leather yeah. jacket, bad yeah. boy types. Yeah. I feel that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Monica. And then Wolf wears a leather jacket. Okay. So, right, so no, are we sharing Isabel, that last one? You yeah. You have to look okay, yours up. Because I have to look up. No. no I, I I'm sharing. sharing. I'm sharing okay. Angel. Okay. She figured it out. I figured okay. it out. So, um, oh, I totally, I thought I didn't have another, like, childhood crush. Okay, do y'all remember Zoe 101? Yes. Okay. Is it Chase or is it? It was Chase. (laughs) Chase Matthews. Chase Matthews. Yeah, Chase Matthews, which was the guy with like that big floppy mop of hair. Yeah. And he had like freckles and like pale skin and blue eyes and dark hair. And like, man, that combo followed me all throughout my whole life. It did. And he was just. Thank you. Guys, he was so sweet to her. And, and he, and he so ends nice. up with her. Like, the I person know. ends up with the person you want. Finally. Like, yeah. Finally. Like, in all the other ones we've talked about, we're like, fuck the other guys. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, Chase and Zoe end up together. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think we're okay with the Zoe 101. Ooh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So. All right, guys. I hope you liked our last segment. That's what we're going to start doing. Sorry we go off tangents pretty <laughs> regularly. Regularly. I think you're just going to have to, if you want to skip it. You're lame, but I guess you can. You can. Um, <laughs> but so follow us again on all the socials. They are now all the same. Yeah. At two girls. Two is in the number. Girls is spelled out. One is the number. SC, like South Carolina. Go Cox. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to lose tonight, but, like... Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so follow us. Um, please rate and review on any kind of um, podcasting um, platform-y thing that you can. Um, that really helps us out. So, yeah. DM us if you want. Like, we're pretty cool people. Yeah, for sure. Don't send us opinions. Don't send oh, yeah, us opinions. Don't, don't do that. Again, I am not afraid to block you, so <laughs> don't do it. But... Okay. Peace All right, out. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.